it just me? Or we're going to play that wild new game today. Also, Ukraine, cluster bombs, and NATO. What does it mean to you? And a neighbor has taught me a lesson on giving, and it's not quite the lesson you would think. All of that today. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Here we are in the middle of the week, almost in the damn near middle of July. Might as well start brushing off the Christmas ornaments. So very glad you are joining me. We're going to start with a new game today. Is it just me or? (laughs) Because you know what? I was having lunch uh, with my friend Dan Zamora yesterday, and he's in town. Uh, He's from Long Beach or Huntington Beach, uh, and he's in town, and it's really nice to reconnect with him. Uh, And he's been coming up. Unfortunately, a woman he works with, her son, is one of those people you hear about in the news, like my friend Daniel Charleston's mother. Uh, you know, where they go into the emergency room for something and all of a sudden they find something horrible. Uh, Her son went in with a cough and they found stage four cancer uh, in the lungs. My friend Daniel Charleston's mother, as you might recall, a few years back, went in for a routine scan and they found a glioblastoma tumor in her brain. And that's everyone's worst fear, right? I mean, we all all hear those stories and that's our fear that we're going to, oh, I have a stomach ache. We go in and it's pancreatic cancer. Uh, but that's not what this first topic is about. Uh, we were catching up, uh, and we, we started talking about traveling. Uh, and we said, you know, I'm, you know, I would only travel right now on planes that have a first class or a business class. And one of the reasons is it appears people in coach are continually losing their freaking minds. Now, I don't know if this happened more or less in days prior to social media, but I don't think it did. I think we are seeing a new level of of high of people, like that woman recently who said, I don't care what you all say, that mother effer is not real. You know, and she just went off on this guy that had been seated next to her who had tattoos on his face and put a hoodie on after she was bothering him, and all of a sudden she freaks out and acts like he's someone from the X-Files. And we've all seen the people who get in these fights or they you know, smack people or they climb over people or they yell and scream. They have to be taped. We've seen airline employees take duct tape and duct tape people to their seats. This is a new phenomenon. Okay, because I've flown all over the world my whole life and I ain't never seen any motherfucker duct tape to a chair before, okay? This stuff is happening at record numbers. They get inside this small little tube and suddenly they just freak the hell out. And why? Is there something in the water? I mean, what the hell is going on where these people are just freaking out on airplanes? And, and I wish it was just on airplanes. Yesterday, here in Las Vegas, on Tuesday, while Daniel and I were at lunch, I gave the Indian restaurant that denied us service because of my service dog, Mint Bistro, I gave it another chance. The owner asked, said that he had educated his staff about service dogs, And would I please come back and, you know, that I was welcome there. Ember was welcome there. Would I please come back? And I've told you, it's always the other cultures that freak out about service dogs. Usually Middle Eastern culture and, unfortunately, black culture. And I'm not being stereotypical there, but we go downtown to a restaurant called Taverna Costera. 
and the only people that have ever complained about Ember, and she's quiet as can be. You don't even know she's there. She's fully trained. She sits on the floor. You know, I mean, she does everything a service dog is supposed to, but these two black ladies, last time me and Steve were in there, uh, actually asked the owner, you know, if, if we could be removed. And the owner, who likes me and knows the rules, uh, said no, that they're perfectly fine. Uh, and the African-American women didn't like it. And the only complaints that I've ever gotten in public at a restaurant about Ember was from African-Americans or Middle Eastern people. That's it. And I'm not being stereotypical. That's just what it is. You know, and, and even that, is it just me or have you lost your freaking mind? She's wearing a vest that says service dog and you're going to ask her to be removed. You're freaking crazy. You know, I mean, it's none of your business. She's allowed by law. People getting on planes and freaking out for no apparent reason. And then yesterday here in Las Vegas, oh, sweet baby Jesus. So at Caesar's Palace, which is an enormous hotel, um, yesterday, a man barricaded himself in a room after grabbing a woman, we assume he knew the woman, from the hallway. And then he barricaded himself in the room, said he wasn't leaving, and said he had a weapon. Then the guy knocks out the window or shoots it out, knocks it out, whatever, and starts throwing everything in the room out the window. And he's like 25 stories up. There's video, uh, there's video at my, at uh, Really Corel on threads. There's, cause I've, I've abandoned Twitter for threads as has most everybody, uh, except MAGA so far. So that's wonderful. But this guy, he, he checks into Caesar's Palace, which, you know, I get it. Caesar's Palace is a beautiful property, but they make you wait four hours to check in, not making that up. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful property. It, it's overpriced, in my opinion, uh, because the rooms are just like fancy Motel 6 rooms. They're not, it's not, you know, Caesar would not stay there. Uh, and <laughs> Caesar would not stay at his palace. At least not in the tower rooms. I'm sure there's suites and things. I'm sure Adele has a fabulous room there. Uh, but the regular rooms, you know, they're just regular rooms at a premium price. And to check in often takes three to four hours. So by the time you get to your room, I can imagine you're annoyed. But this guy was having a domestic disturbance. He grabs a woman, goes into the hotel room, says he's armed, busts out the window, and starts throwing everything from inside the room out the window. Everybody was afraid he was going to throw her out the window. He was apprehended. It took four and a half hours. They had to evacuate the pool areas. They had to evacuate certain floors of the hotel. Everybody there was inconvenienced, all because this guy has lost his monkey mind. And in the history, and then the day before that at Harrah's, there was a naked man, albeit cute. He was cute. He was cute. I have to give him that. There was a cute naked man at Harrah's on the damn cables, rubbing his butt on the velvet like a dog that's got enlarged anal sacs, honey. He was, maybe his anal sacs were enlarged. I'm not sure. But there he was, rubbing his butt on the table in the middle of the casino, naked as a freaking jaybird. Is it just me or have people lost their freaking minds? I mean, it's, and it's reaching critical mass. You hear these stories every day. My friend Emily Johnson said, you know what? I'm getting afraid to go out of the house and she's not alone. You know, I, every day now, I wonder what absurd thing is going to happen, you know, in the world. 
because it appears that there, there's just people have lost, I don't know, they've lost their self-control button. And I'd like to blame Donald Trump. I would. I'd like to blame MAGA. But this seems to be cutting across just, you know, everybody. See, a lot of people seem to have lost their self-control button. Now, look, I'm all for cutting loose. I'm all for having a good time. I'm all for standing up for yourself. I'm all for, you know, I, don't, I will create a scene. Don't get me wrong. Child, as you all know, I have created some scenes. But this is getting out of control. People are, oh, and the new trend to throw stuff at celebrities. What's that about? Harry Styles got hit in the face. Doja Cat's been hit in the face. BB Rex has been hit in the face. Adele said on stage, don't throw something at me because it won't be security that whoops your ass. It'll be me. And I believe Adele would do it. But when did it become okay to just hurl stuff other than your panties? You know, add celebrities. Someone threw their mother's ashes at a celebrity that was on stage saying, oh, my mother loved you. So you bring her ashes to the show and throw them on the celebrity? You think that's okay? Is it just me or have people lost their collective minds? And that's an honest question. You can leave comments down below uh, here on YouTube, on Patreon for all my beloved Patreon subscribers. I love and adore you. I am trying to work out the extra content thing. I'm trying to work out having it just be for you. Uh, I, I, a little less tech savvy than I thought, I guess. But is it just me? Do you all notice this every day that people have just lost their minds? And that includes people in power like the cops. I've seen so many things now of white police officers tackling black people at Walmart in particular with all this excessive force. And I'm like, have you lost your mind? She's, even if she's stealing like a $30 something, you've got eight cops on top of this person. And you're, you know, you're, I mean, they, people have lost their minds. Leave a comment down below. I'd love to hear your insane stories. Have you encountered crazy recently? Because it appears crazy is not making a comeback. It's spreading like cancer. All right, we're going to talk about the Ukraine next. Ukraine and NATO. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Cast app free at the app store of your choice now. Well, you know, NATO is acting like a straight guy that's been dating the same woman for 12 months and yet won't propose. Okay? NATO is acting like that straight guy who says, oh, this is my girlfriend. How long you been together? Six years. Well, why aren't you married? NATO seems to have a fear of commitment. Okay? They really, truly do. Now, they're begging like Sweden and Switzerland and all them to join but Ukraine is, you know, Zelensky has literally offered to blow everybody and they still will not let, you know, them join NATO. Now Biden has said, well, there has to be conditions. So let me get this right. The world will side with Ukraine against Russia, where I'm number 210 on the charts today. I chart in Russia every week. If you are in Russia, I, if you can somehow get an email message to me at contact at reallycorel.com, and tell me, why are you listening to my show in Russia? 
it's got to be dangerous. Uh, you know, I'm about a Vladimir Putin would not like me. So I got a guy. I, I, I don't understand. Am I the only liberal that you am I being smuggled in? What's why? Why? But, you know, Ukraine is being supported against Russia, as they should be, by the way. Russia's getting a little uppity trying to take Ukraine back. You know, but this is not like, you know, where they broke up and they want the ring back. You know, it's like they broke up and they want the country back. No. So I support Ukrainian independence. That's not the point. The point is, for the last, what now, two years this has been going on, year and a half? All the NATO nations have supported Zelensky and Ukraine. They've given him money. I mean, we could have we could have bought another country somewhere. With all the money we have sent to Ukraine, we could have bought Ukrainians another nation somewhere. And now we're giving them cluster bombs, whatever the hell that is. But it doesn't sound good. And the other countries are like, well, U.S., why are you giving them cluster bombs? Because they need them. Okay. But Zelensky has been begging to join NATO. And NATO's like, no, no, they, you, you got to meet some conditions. You got to do this. You got to do that. And now he's all mad. And I don't blame him. I, I don't blame Zelensky for being angry about all these countries not letting him join NATO because they're already a member. And when I say that, you know, this is, the, the, you're letting them, you know, every member of the club is supporting them. Every member of the club is giving them something. Every member of the club, every leader of this club of NATO has met with them, has been to Ukraine. If that's not, I mean, talk about fear of commitment. I mean, NATO, come on. I've never in my life, they have, they have fully supported Ukraine against Russia. Why? Is it that they all just hate Russia? I'm sort, of, I'm sort of feeling that now. I'm sort of feeling like we don't really support Ukraine and we don't really support Zelensky. We just hate Russia. And when I say Russia, I mean Vladimir, I mean Vladimir Putin and his government. I do not mean the Russian people. I have no animosity. Some Russian men are downright hot, honey. I have no animosity about Russians. I know my whole life I was told, fear Russia, they're going to bomb us, duck and cover, all this. No, I've always thought it was the government. I, I don't fear the Russian people. I wish they would do something about Chechnya, you know, where gay people are openly being incarcerated and killed. But, and I'm sure there are many Russian people that would like to do something about, you know, the Russian people are much like non-MAGA in America. It's really easy to hate America right now because of the loudness of MAGA and the insanity of MAGA and Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and whose career is tanking, which I love that. But it's really easy to look at America and not like where it's going, who's leading it, all of that. It's really easy to do that. But that doesn't mean we're bad. Doesn't mean we're all bad. Doesn't mean we all agree. And it's the same with Russia. Now, you know, I believe that more people disagree with Vladimir Putin, mean, probably younger. A lot of the older diehards are older diehards. But I fully believe that middle-aged and younger people would much rather be on, out from under the rule of Vladimir Putin. And the notion that Russia is our enemy, 
That's just what we tell ourselves that we'll spend billions of dollars on a military. We have to have an enemy. Otherwise, how do we justify buying more bombs than houses for homeless people? How do we justify spending more on a military than we do on aid to Americans who need it? Because as you know, Congress opens up their checkbook every time another country needs military aid or something to fight someone we don't like. They do not open up their checkbook when you need help. In fact, I think we should all declare ourselves an independent nation, and then maybe they'd give us some money. All poor people in America should declare themselves the United States of Poor. See if maybe Congress will appropriate some funds. So are we on Ukraine's side because we really believe in Ukraine's cause? We really believe in Ukraine's sovereignty? We really believe in Zelensky and his government? Or are we on Ukraine's side because they're just against Russia? Because it's looking like the only reason that NATO nations support the war and support Ukraine is because they get to be mad at Russia the enemy of the enemy sort of thing. You know, either poop or get off the pot. If Ukraine is good enough to give all of these weapons to, if Ukraine's cause is just enough for all of the world to join in boycotts against Russia and cause all this supply chain interruption to where you're paying fortunes at the grocery store, you're paying fortunes for all kinds of, you know, for cars, for goods, for services, and they blame the supply chain interruption on the Ukraine-Russia conflict, if, all, if the entire world order is all about being mad at Russia and tunneling, uh, tunneling that rage through Ukraine, then why isn't Ukraine good enough to be in this group that is leading the way? That really, that makes no sense to me. Because aren't they already a member? Aren't we doing everything we can to protect them as if they were in the club? You don't protect people that aren't in your club. You don't protect people that aren't a part of your tribe. So when it comes to NATO nations, it appears they consider Ukraine and Zelensky part of their tribe. So why aren't they fully supporting them and let them enter? Oh, and they have all their political blue blah, 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 blah reasons which none of them make sense to me. And the only answer I can come up with is that they don't really support Ukraine. They just support them because they ma they're mad at Russia. It's another way to weaken Vladimir Putin. It's not about really helping Ukrainian people. It's about slamming Vladimir Putin. Well, that's terrible. Either you believe in Ukraine, you believe in their people, you believe in their government, you believe in Zelensky, you believe in their cause, and if you believe in all of that, then you let them in your little club. But if you don't, then don't support them. Leave them on their own to fight, and whoever wins or loses, see, and that's just it. They just don't want, it's not that we want to support Ukraine, we just don't want Vladimir Putin to win. That's becoming obvious. And that's that. All right, coming up next, what a neighbor taught me about giving. This is a good story. Or, well, or not, depending how you look at it.
If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K A R E L.com. You know, I get in trouble because I help people who need it. And most of my friends say, no, you should leave that to someone else. Don't help the homeless. Leave that to the government agencies. Don't help this person. Leave that, you know, you don't have the resources, blah, blah, blah. All my whole life, I've gotten in trouble with my friends and family for helping people who need it. I, I can't, I kind of can't say no, because I know what it's like to need help. I have been homeless. I have been broke. I remember the day in 2015 where I woke up and my bank accounts were completely drained from a bankrupt or from a creditor uh, and my uh, wages were garnished at KGO and I had to go that next day and file a bankruptcy to stop all that from happening and I had no money. I had access to zero money and I remember having to ask friends for $200, $500, $700 to get through and here I was on KGO, a big, huge, you know, talk show host. And I was borrowing 200 bucks from people so I could go buy food. So I know what it's like to be in need. And I have a neighbor who has really tested me on that. I'm going to talk about it. But before I do, if I look a little glowy, it's because it's freaking hot. California, you're under a heat dome this week and this weekend. You're going to see temperatures rise up to 120 or above in some places. Washington, you know, Oregon, and yes, Nevada. The hottest Las Vegas has ever gotten is 117. That's the hottest it's ever gotten. Allegedly, on Saturday, it's going to be 115. And as far as I'm concerned, there's no difference between the two. Okay? Because when you're out in... And to hear the newscast, you know, this goes back to the first topic. Is it just me or is it insane to hear newscasts that say, don't go outside between the hours of 10 a.m. and 6 p.m.? Limit your outdoor activities. Stay hydrated. If the power goes out because the power grid can't handle it and because we won't invest in a power grid that will handle it because I don't know what, we keep thinking global warming is going to go away. So instead of demanding that the companies that bring us the power are able to do so in these extreme temperatures, what do they say? If, that if your power goes out, go someplace that's cooler. Go find a place where the power is on and get inside and get in there. You know, that's an uninhabitable planet. In other words, forget terraforming Mars, Elon Musk. We actually need to start terraforming planet Earth because it appears it is becoming an... And look at Vermont. Poor Vermont. There goes my maple syrup. I mean, really, it's literally underwater. Wreck... They're at 500% of normal of their rainfall, but that's just it. There's no more normal. The scenes from An Inconvenient Truth are actually happening right now, and we're not doing nearly enough to prepare. Is it just me, or have we lost our minds? Are we the person on the airplane that's crazy? The planet is literally, rapidly changing right around us, rapidly, like month to month. And what are we doing? Nothing. Nothing substantial. I don't know why. Are we doming cities? No. 
Are we building power grids that will support this kind of heat? No. We're just hoping it's going to stop. Are we building cities that are now floodproof from massive rains? No. Are we moving cities away from the coast because of climate change? No. Uh, do we have a death wish? So weird. So anyway, the other day, and I'm not going to shame them by telling you their names, and you don't know me, and you don't know where I live, so, but you know, a few of the people that live here listen to me, and you might know what's going on, but you already do. So my neighbor downstairs is a couple, and the woman is supposed to be taking care of the man who's in a wheelchair. And they moved here from New York. And recently, I'm, I'm not making this up, she has called for an ambulance up to three times in a week. She's using it like an Uber to the ER to drug seek. Now, I'm not making a, a terrible allegation. That's what's happening. Her illnesses do not require an ambulance. She has colitis, according to her, and a hernia. Neither of those things are emergent, and they don't require morphine. So she's drug-seeking, okay? I found this all out yesterday, okay, in terms of why she's taking the ambulance every day. And she's got a car. They have this enormous SUV, right? So on Monday, I get a phone call from the guy that's in the wheelchair, and he asked me for $100. Now, I, I don't, we're not close bosom friends, me and this neighbors. We don't sit around and, and chat I helped her register her car because it was going to be towed. So she didn't know how to do it online. So she came up and I did it online for her. And I've loaned them a few things like a, you know, a banana or some milk or something, you know, nut milk or something. But we're not close friends. And so he called up and asked for $100. I didn't give it to them. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't have $100 just sitting around. But the next day and that night, I felt really badly. And you're like, why? I don't know why, but I did. Because I thought, how desperate must you be to call someone that you barely know and ask them for $100 until you get your check? Now, a week ago, her friend Kathy texted me and said that she had already loaned them $500. And so... You know, she was asking me to look in on John, or ooh, don't want to give names, because the other, the woman was in the hospital again, and, and he's stuck there in his wheelchair. So his caregiver is always in the hospital, and he's in a wheelchair. So I felt really bad. I thought, well, how, you know, they must be really desperate. So after the park on Monday, uh, I guess it was Sunday night they called, after the park on Monday, um, I went to Albertson's. And I bought a bunch of groceries that I would never eat. <laughs> I bought like Stouffer's TV dinners and frozen mac and cheese. I brought wheat bread and peanut butter and jelly, bananas, oranges, uh, fresh fruit, but they don't really cook. So I did try to buy some fresh fruits. And then about 10, I spent eight seventy dollars you know, on food for them. And cat litter and cat food, because they've got two cats. So I bring them this food. And when I walk in the house, the stench of cat crap is just overwhelming. And in his wheelchair, he's covered up with just a blanket on his lap and smells of urine. And at 11 in the morning, she's still in bed high. I could tell. I know the look of someone on opiates. So in their living room, right below me, 
were 10 garbage bags, 30-gallon garbage bags, 30-gallon garbage bags filled with trash that had not been taken to the trash. And I said, why, why, what's up? Oh, I have hernia. I can't take them. And I'm like, well, you got to take out your trash. You can't just leave it. So I take the trash out. And then there were 20 boxes from Bud Light of a 24-pack of beer. 20 24-packs of beer, empty. And suddenly I got mad in my head. And they have six boxes of unopened cat litter. And yet the cat smell is overwhelming. And here I spent $10 on cat litter for them. I got mad. And I said, never again. Lesson learned. And after I did all that, they called and asked me for $6 for the bus. Oh. I am Corel. Be who you want hey, to be. So it's I'm done Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Corel. That's youtube.com forward slash really Corel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Corel. That's patreon.com forward slash really Corel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so the odds don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate.